Welcome to the JK Sports Podcast. I'm Juan. And I'm Kyle. We're bringing you the heat tonight. We got we had a little bit breather since last time. Um, it's been a little bit. It's been a couple weeks, but we're kind of like on Tiger's schedule. That's right. We're It's more about quality than quantity, Juan. Yeah. At this at this age in our careers, in our podcast careers, the way I, I view it is I don't want to overtax it, you know, I, you got to know your body, you got to know your lungs and your, and your material, and you really want to save up for the majors. That's right. That's exactly right. You don't want to get burned out. No. You got to go all, yeah, LeBron on them, you know, take some games off yeah. now and then, you know, so when you hit the playoffs, you're at your peak. Or like the Spurriers with Popovich where he would sit his players during like the regular season one of their biggest games because he's just waiting for the playoffs that's right otherwise you might end up like clay thompson you don't miss a game for however long since he's been a warrior and look at him now he's all hurt and whatnot a warrior <laughs> <laughs> yeah so much for that quote-unquote warrior status clay. can you really be a warrior in like san francisco or like in oakland <laughs> yeah no you definitely cannot not with all those techies and Silicon Valley billionaires. But I still will say, though, and I know we're going a little bit still off topic, but the West Coast for sports, man, I, I'm really, it's really <laughs> You're a big thing on for, this. Like yesterday, I'm sitting in bed, it's like 9 o'clock, the game started. I'm like, man, it's only 6 o'clock there. Like people are just getting out off work and g- going home, grabbing a beer, turn on TV, and it's like the most important game. It would be really awesome to get off work and go to happy hour have a beer watch the game you you would be home in time for dinner you would yeah. go to happy hour like come home eat dinner with your family probably sit down and like put the kids to bed and watch like the third end of the third fourth quarter yeah that would and be it's like nice. nine o'clock yeah no that's there there's no <laughs> doubt it would but it's good for this type of atmosphere in these games. The NBA Finals, Stanley Cup Finals, when it's just the late games during the week, there's no doubt being on the West Coast would be awesome. But for the rest of the year, for college football and stuff, I don't Why know. Why not? 9 a.m. starting to watch a game? That would get me fired up. But the problem is... You're never going to games. I, I would never... The, the productivity would be extremely low. At least now I've got the morning to get stuff done around the house, to do stuff, to, you know, hang out with the family before you get, you know, sit on the couch and you get uber focused. <laughs> I mean, you're drinking Bloody Marys or something at 9 a.m. to watch your favorite college football. I'm not saying it's it hard, sounds terrible. It's hard to recover. <laughs> I, I understand. It's hard to recover when you're like, oh, lunchtime. You guys, uh, oh, we got a soccer game at one. Let's go, kids. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. Yeah, that... It's hard to recover from that. I feel like at this, this stage in my life, the time time change would not be conducive with having a family and young kids. Right. That's why you go there when you retire. It's a retiring spot, right? You're old. You're just... Nobody's around. Oh. Yeah. It is nice out there. If I had to go to a nursing... Like, if I'm so old... That I have to go to like assisted living or something because right. my family's gone and like uh, uh, I'm left. Right. Put me in one of those in the West Coast. Because <laughs> at that point, it's Just like, send, what's the ship point? ship me out to San Diego. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to be in a house, I mean, yeah, why wouldn't you be in a house? That's actually a really good point. 
you're not going to go outside or do anything anyway. Why not just go to the Pacific time zone? Yeah, I mean, where at least when you wake, I mean, you're waking up early. But you wake up, there's something fun, like sports or something on. Yeah, that's you, true. If you're going to be doing a bunch of daytime TV watching. Right. Right. In the East Coast, you're going to be watching Matlock. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Or like. Anything. Who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. Isn't that on the middle of the day now? Yeah. I mean, you're watching four o'clock. You're watching Jeopardy. <laughs> Evening Jeopardy. Ooh, that's a good right? point. At five yeah. o'clock, getting yourself a little dinner. Bedtime by sixty minutes at like six o'clock or something, and you're going right, to bed. Right. Right. All right. So that's fair. So, do we have any listeners on the West Coast? Because I want to know what this lifestyle is like. Yeah. The only true taste of it I get is when you're traveling. You know, but when you're traveling and you're on vacation, you're not sitting around watching TV. So it's not a good comparison. Yeah. You know, the only thing I will say is I feel like when you're on the West Coast or, you know, three hours, three time zones away at late at night, then there's nothing on TV. Yeah, you're accustomed to like. 8 to 10 o'clock, you're like, oh, man, this is the good stuff. This is prime time. Right. 8 o'clock, you're like, whoa. Yeah. Everybody's that, in bed. <laughs> yeah, that's I. That's the only downside. Except they, they, in the West Coast, those sports teams are playing. Yeah, I guess so. You're just a fan of West, West Coast teams. Yeah, you'd have to change it up. I mean, I'd be a fan of the Vegas Golden Knights for, for hockey. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. They got a strong fan base. I Vegas, you couldn't move to Vegas, though, as a retiree. Yeah. I couldn't. I would die within a month of living out there. I'd be broke and dead. Recently, I have a co-worker who just started working um, with us from Las Vegas. Yeah. A young person, though. Like, you don't meet a lot of people from Las Vegas. Yeah. Like, you know? Born and raised. I know one person from Las Vegas, but I, I guess that's it. it. I mean, it's a big city. It's not like it's a, you know, small town, just a tourist town. But you kind of like, isn't there a little stigma about people from Vegas? Like you're like, oh, born and raised in Vegas. Like, oh yeah, like you're, <laughs> you're a crazy person. Right. You you assume they do the same things we do when we go to Vegas <laughs> on the reg, which. Which is Again, get massages and just uh, <laughs> yeah, couples massage and just hang out. I will say when we went to Vegas earlier this year, my wife and I, we went to downtown Las Vegas, not on the strip, but actual downtown. And all the Uber drivers and people we were with, the bars that we went to, were saying that that's where the regulars go. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where the or locals, not regulars, but locals. Um, it's definitely a much different vibe down there. They still got after it though. I mean, make no mistake, it's not like. <laughs> You know, the Vegas people No, they still tank. got a lot in the tank. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Like, there's a lot of capacity there. Do they go full throttle? Maybe not, but, you know, if they need to... You couldn't afford it, you know? I mean, you can do Vegas cheap, no doubt, but you couldn't go to the strip on the reg. You couldn't pay $15 for a beer every time you go out. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. People in New York do. Yeah, well, speaking of New York, Kyle, so it's been a while since uh, we have... Um, talked and then the last time we talked it was we were prepping for the PGA championship in New York um, and now we're prepping for the US Open but since that time I was able to go to the PGA championship yes you were so I was there on Sunday watching Brooks Kepka DJ 
Um, who else? Oh, Harold Varner, the great Harold Varner was there. Tiger. Tiger, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tiger. You didn't get to see Tiger, though. I did not get to see Tiger. He was, he was out before I, uh, well, not before I landed, but shortly after. <laughs> right, right. So how was it? What, how was the course? The course is great. Uh, the course is very, um, very hilly, I would say. Um, what do you think? A lot of uh, ups and downs. The fescue, you know, the, the grass areas is, is very, um, very big. And the way to describe the course, so I went with some friends that, it's a public course. So the great thing about Bethpage Black, it's, it's public. I mean, anybody can go, go play. Now, you have to have like a two-week reservation minimum. Right. Um, and I don't know, I've heard of conflicting stories, but I also heard that you don't make, while you do make a reservation, you don't have a tea time. Right. You just have you show up. Right. And before, what they would do is give you a golf ball, give you a golf ball. They'd put it in this little slot, and then when your time is up, they you know the golf ball pops out of the slot. Like, oh, you guys are up. You're foursome. It's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, pretty interesting. I have a feeling if you just tip this starter enough, you can get whatever tea time you want. <laughs> enough is the key word. <laughs> that that, right. that enough is uh. Speaking of $15 drinks, I mean, that, that'd that be quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to tip them. But the course is great. And speaking of people that have actually, some friends that actually have played the course, um, it's really easy if you're a good golfer. <laughs> it's not that difficult. If so you're, it would be, well, it did not look easy on TV. Right. When you play from the tips, in the way that you they're gonna make the course as difficult right. as possible, but if you, there's just some holes that it's like for an a, a average golfer um, or an amateur golfer, if you don't clear something like the couple holes, if you don't clear it 250 yards on your drive, you are dead. <laughs> like right. there's just so much grass, the fescue, you will not be able to find your ball in that grass and in, in, in your you're dead. Like you might as well just take another drop. Um, you take it for granted some of the courses that we play that the out of there's really not too many out of bounds. You might be a different fairway and still be able to play it. In this, it's like you, you don't have many spots spots to miss, and if you miss, you're out of bounds. Right. So it's very easy to shoot a hundred plus. So it's this um, is your stereotypical PGA Championship or U.S. Open course. Yeah. Where you gotta play out of the fairway or you don't yeah. stand a chance and you're hitting down on some you know a lot of uphill um got to see jason day hit into rory mcelroy on hole 13 the par 5 which is pretty interesting nice um didn't see a fight though so that was that's too bad that's unfortunate. that'd have been a good one <laughs> yeah that, that would have rory walks with a little bit of like a swag that i'm not sure if i, I like it but the more i think about it the more i'm not not a big fan. I don't. Is it a swag as much as just like a goofball, whiny kind of? No, see, I, I. And let me preface this with: I love Rory. I I like Rory a lot. Love, huh? But like him a lot. Uh, the L O V E might be a little strong, <laughs> but like him a lot. But yeah, the walk is a little odd and awkward. It is. It's. I mean, you can definitely tell from, like. A mile away, it's like, oh, that's Rory McIlroy walking. Very distinct. Dustin well, Johnson, Dustin Johnson's walk is very distinct. 
that's just a I don't care walk. The I don't give a f. Yes. Walk. <laughs> yeah. Which he blew the PJ championship as well. Yeah. But I it was it was a great course. It was a great time. Um, being there on a Sunday for a championship. Um, it, it was a lot more interesting than I thought it would have been going into that Sunday because Brooks was ahead by I think seven or eight strokes going into uh, right. Sunday. But um, very good. The New York people they are wild. <laughs> they get after it. Yeah, the uh, stories I read were, I mean, they definitely they don't hold back at all. The players were pretty fired up to be. When's the Ryder Cup going to be there? Not in two years. Uh, 2024. Yes, 2024. Yep, because it's in uh, Whistling Straits next year. Correct. Then it is actually, I think, in Italy in 2022. Yeah, that might have to be it. We might have to do a podcast on the road. I'd love to. That one. And then it's uh, New York, 2024. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Very. Pretty wild. Very good time, very good time. So that's, uh, you know, watch a little golf over there. I got to watch a Yankees game. Um, nice. Go to the new Yankee Stadium. Very good stadium there. Got to watch the uh, Tampa Bay Rays while I'm in New York. So hey. How about that? Look at that. Um, watched uh, Tanaka versus the reigning Cy Young winner from Tampa Bay Rays. Do you know what his name is? The reigning Cy Young? Yeah, he won the Cy Young last year. And he pitched for the Tampa Bay Rays. No. I don't remember it either, but <laughs> I honestly couldn't. I, I forgot. Right. Yeah, I was I was shocked as well. But um, I guess the yeah the the Rays had a Cy Young winner last year. That's how much I've been keeping up with baseball. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Will um, Blake Snell? Yeah, Blake Snell. That's thanks to our researcher for that help. So. So. What have you been up to, Kyle? Oh, man. What have I been up to? A lot of family time over the past week and a half. You know, Memorial Day. Yeah. You know, I feel like we really took advantage of living in Florida. Spent a lot of time on the water. It's been hotter than Hades outside. Mm -hmm. A lot of time at the lake. Uh, Spent some time at the beach. Spent some time on a river in spring. So really covering all, you know, bodies of water here. And uh, but that's one of the beautiful things. Of Did you say a pool as well? Oh, definitely a lot of pool, a lot, a lot of pool, pool action, time. a lot of uh, you know swimmer's ear in the kids' ears. Oh. You know, a lot of uh, eardrops, a lot of bloodshot eyes. You know, but really, you know, enjoying summer in Florida. You got to be on water if you're going to be outside. I <laughs> <laughs> got to or in water. Yeah. Because uh, it's it's brutal, but I do love the summers. Yeah, the summers but it's, are good. It's a good time. Uh, a lot of good sports on right now. We've we've got a lot of good stuff. So um, next weekend, we've got the U.S. Open at Pebble. Yes. And kind of staying on track with your Bethpage visit, Brooks dominated. Brooks has dominated the PGA and U.S. Open uh, past four now. He's crushing it. So he's back-to-back U.S. Open champs? Back-to-back U.S. Open and then back-to-back PGA. PGA. Will he continue his streak? So he's won, has he won... He's won five majors, though, right? I thought he has won... Um, he won a U.S. Open, then he... 
he's won two U.S. Opens and uh, one PGA. I think it's only been three. Three majors. No, he's won two PGAs. Two PGAs. Yes. It last was, year's and it this was, year's. Remember, it was kind of funky because last year was PGA was um, end of the year, and this year they bumped it up to the second. Right, so he won the U.S. Open in 2017. So he won and the, 2018. the two, 2017 and 18 U.S. Opens yep. and the 2018-19 PGA. Wow, so he's going for number five. You think he can do it? I think he definitely can. I mean, I think it's most tournaments right now. I think it's his to lose. The way he's playing. He's dominant, man, and confident. Yeah. He's got the Tiger swagger. Is what he has. He does, but you know he doesn't have the tiger body that is jacked, because I want I forgot. I don't disagree I, with that. I forgot a great point on this. Um, you know, so we've had this debate on Brooks Kepka jacked or not. Um, you, our listeners, if you guys want to weigh in on if you really think he's jacked or not, we went to put it to a uh, debate there live in person mm-hmm. on Sunday, right? So we're we are on the fifth green on the uh, on the fifth hole right on the green on the rope i mean he's coming right to us and we're like this is it this is the moment where we're yet to decide not jacked and you know how could you say that he absolutely isn't he's very underwhelming (laughs) he just looks like a normal normal guy okay we need to define jack though is he ripped no Tiger's more defined. Tiger in his heyday was more muscular and jacked than Brooks Kepka. He's still pretty ripped. Tiger's still in Tiger pretty good shape. Tiger's ripped, but he's a, he weighs like he's, 20 pounds less than, yeah, he's than Brooks. Brooks is like jacked, though. He's just he, big. He's, he's thick. He's dumpy. No. <laughs> you know, he's not fat. He's not really skinny and jacked. He's he's just dumpy. No. <laughs> he's a dumpy guy. No, dude. He's in great shape. You know, and we got to see him in um, at Bay Hill. At Bay Hill this year. What were your thoughts? I mean, were you on the? It's it's either jacked or not. You can't. Yes, he's jacked. No way. Dude is jacked. Yes. Is he as defined and as ripped as some would like to be? No. I and to. To your argument, maybe that's what you're looking for. But the dude is jacked. He's a big, he's a big, strong dude. He's a normal-looking, athletic guy. Like that. That's about it. Like you look at him, like, oh yeah, he's athletic. He's athletic, and he probably works out. That's that's about it. Like if you saw him down the street and you didn't know who Brooks Kepka was or he was a <laughs> golf or something, you're like, oh yeah, the guy's the guy's in shape. I I'm just tired of the announcers. And everywhere is like, oh, this guy could play linebacker in the NFL, or he could, yeah, he could play. He would get destroyed. No, I anything else. I he's agree. not. He's nowhere near that physical fitness. No, I, I think it's all relative, right? I mean, for a golfer, he's jacked. Okay. In in the golfer's that. world, he is jacked for a golfer. He's jacked when you if you're watching. He is so much more jacked than John Daly. Yes. <laughs> I mean, because when you're watching golf, and whether it's on the couch on Sunday, you're watching 50 golfers, you're at a tournament, you see 50 golfers walk by you, he is probably top three of the most jacked golfers that you will see. 
And he, most golfers, most of them have a kind of, you know, long, lean, long, sinewy, or, you know, tall, they're just longer bodies. Not a lot yeah. of definition. Tall, the Dustin Johnson kind of started the tall and skinny kind of people. Although Dustin, I don't think, well, like necessarily skinny. But I, I feel like the perfect golfer's body these days is being like 6'4". Yeah, and t- right. Just it, yeah, you definitely... Yes, exactly. Well, I think... Well, no, but I will say... Who wouldn't want to be six like the perfect b- b- golfer body? Like that's who doesn't want to be six four? <laughs> the perfect, right? yeah, six four and jacked, yeah. No, but when you the the greatest golfers of all time, you can say the majority of them were definitely the best athletes at their time. Arnold Palmer, definitely probably the most athletic in his time. Jack Nicholas came, dude was built like a linebacker at the time. You know, look at Tiger Woods. Obviously, Gary Player. He wasn't built like a linebacker. At the t- I'm saying at the time, mean he was Joe Green. big. They he... played Mean Joe Green, like for the Pittsburgh. Mean Joe Green is not a linebacker. I'm just what saying, at the time, if you if you look in like the 70s, at this size and shape of those guys. Dick Butkus. <laughs> from the set. Okay? Arnold just... Palmer was not Dick Butkus. Are you kidding I'm me? I'm telling you. He was extremely athletic for his time. Oh he had to gosh. build Jason unlike Singl- any other who, golfer. Uh, who's the Singletary guy? Mike uh, Singletary. Mike Singletary, not Jason. Mike Singletary was a linebacker. Like, yeah. Those guys would get destroyed. <laughs> I'm just saying at his time. Relatively. He was the most athletic. At golf. <laughs> at golf. I'm not saying he could have walked out on the playing field and suited up for the Bears. I'm just saying... He by far was the most athletic. He had the most athletic build, was in the best shape. So it clearly is a benefit to be in very good shape. Brooks has that. He has that yeah, over it's clearly other golfers. A benefit to have good health and be in shape when you play a sport that requires your body. If you are in better <laughs> shape than everybody else out in the field, yes. Oh, yeah, that's. Yes. I, I agree. Yeah, that's that's a hot. But take. I I think when people look at golf, they don't say I I don't think that's something that comes to mind. Is like oh I've got to be in great shape to play golf. Yeah. If you're walking five miles, in the heat up and down hills. You know it's not is it strenuous no, but when you're on eighteen on Sunday. You know, there's a huge benefit to yeah. not being yeah. built like Phil Mickelson, who's had meltdowns at U.S. Opens. I will say, um, Brooks leg day, Brooks versus uh, Phil. I'd love to. I would. I might take Phil. Oh no! Have God. you seen his calves? Just his calves. Yeah, I mean, up up downs. No. Phil's gonna take him. Yeah, because he's got to carry around his fat body all the time. <laughs> so uh, it's still a win. A win is a win. No, 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 no. I disagree. We're, we're, we're going with, well, you know, so you talk about we're relating golfers, and it's not fair. We're relating golfers to football players like body. All right, like that's pretty tough. That's well, I think we, we can all agree that that's not a fair, right. so, you know, compromise. Well, it's all relative. It makes me think of if you, let's say you can never work out again, like 
you know, you wouldn't couldn't go to a gym or anything. You're, the only way you'd work out and stay in shape is by playing one sport. Right. Which sport would you choose to play consistently that you would say, like, you know, this is a sport that I'm going to be in this shape? Soccer. Soccer, huh? Soccer. Soccer, that's a good one. I mean, you're running all the time, and not only conditioning, cardio, but you're doing um, stops, though, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of uh, quick stop and start. Basketball would be number two. Basketball is exhausting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess soccer and basketball, both your knees would be wrecked. Though, I mean, right? yeah, if you're a baby. <laughs> Not if you're a man. <laughs> okay. That's why they retire. They're old at like 30. No, For 30s are prime. Players. 30s are prime, and then like 35, they're dead. They're like old. Nah, soccer players, man. Come on. Landon Donovan played like till he was 35 and then retired. Yeah. I would say that's how most... I would say almost all sports are like that. Except Tom Brady. Tom Brady is redefining... Well, not golf. No, golf. but... I mean, you look at basketball, baseball, football. The 35 is old in football. Basketball would be good. I think I might choose tennis as well. A lot of cardio, a lot of ups and downs. Yeah, tennis is good because you can play that forever. Yeah. Play tennis your your whole life. But there's not a lot of jacked people in tennis. I mean, they're no, they're just in. There's not. I kind of they're kind of meh. They're they're like the opposite of dumpy, <laughs> like where they're not. It's like Brooks, like the opposite of Brooks, where he's not defined. He just has this blob of like muscle <laughs> but it's like tennis players right so it's like half of the weight of brooks but it's just a blob and it's not defined yeah it's because it's all cardio so you can't put on weight and put on muscle swimming that'd be a good one yeah but man that's just so boring it's there'd have to be something with competition when you uh, what I, you call michael phelps like him yeah, but like you're boring. not going to... Are you going to... Do people do that anymore? As adults, do people get the whole race? That doesn't... If, if you go to your local YMCA or something, you don't see people out there just burning it and shooting guns and jumping off the blocks. They're, they've got their caps on. They come out in their sweats and, you know, splash their face. If, and that, if, if they are... If people are doing anything like competitive with swimming, it involves a triathlon. <laughs> like it's yeah, never just. Yeah. But again, they're not swimming in a pool. They're yeah. going out and swimming in our an ocean. Yeah, that would be really good. Could we host a JK Sports like swim event? Swimming. <laughs> swimming. Swim Only bring if back? we can include diving in it as well. <laughs> a diving competition. Oh, you know what we should do? Here is what we're gonna do. We're gonna host a swimming and diving competition. You have to wear a Speedo, and we're going to invite golfers, and we're going to invite tennis players, and all we're going to do is comment on their bodies, and we're going to make them <laughs> think it's an actual competition, golfers against tennis players, because it's individual sports, Yeah. okay, we're comparing bodies, they think it's, oh, who's, you know, better athletes, golfers yeah. or tennis players, all we're going to talk about is their bodies, and which ones <laughs> we like better. What well, do you think? Thoughts? I mean, what else do, you know diving people you know like you like as you grow older and you're done with competitive sports or anything 
for you can still do running. A lot of people go to running because there's always like a 5K race, a 10K race, a marathon. It's easy. You just walk outside and go. Like for swimming, there's nothing. <laughs> no. Like you're a swimmer and, and you're done. Like if Michael Phelps was a no, I mean, we know plenty of people who swim in high school maybe. What do they do now? Coach. For, right, well, but, but you could say the same else. thing about running, though. It's not like we're we're people go to run a 5K, right? It's distance running, but we're not lining up on the street running sprints next to each but other. But people, racing. I mean, there are older people who take it seriously, though. Not who to race it. and like sprint style. They're not out on the track running the 200 meters. No, I guess it's long distance, right? So it's like 5Ks right. or or more. They're not doing. They're not racing like a hundred meter. <laughs> like around the track. No, but that's the same thing with swimming. You know, they'll do, yeah. they, they just combine that, you know, the long, quote unquote long distance swimming with long distance running. Same concept, right? Yeah. So, all right. all right, back to the real thing is let's set up a swim dive meet yes. like JK Sports podcast. Yes. Um, we'll get some sponsors out there. Yeah. And we have to do it, like, at the... We can't even do it at a Y or something. It has to be, like, a local community pool. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, no, It's... Even there, we'll set up a little table booth. We'll even be the announcers. Right. Comment. Uh, all for charity. Sure. Who are we going to raise money for? Who does it make sense to raise money for for this? The first tee? <laughs> Since the golfers will be Well, involved? no. That's... Actually, that's what we're going to do. The winner... Uh, if it's you know golfers or tennis, tennis players. players, they will get um, the fun for either like the USTA team tennis Ooh. that they play or the first tee. Okay. You love know, it. money's gonna go. It, it goes to the winners. Can't go to both. I love it. Okay. Let's get working on. If, we'll get our marketing department on this. Yeah. If any sponsors you guys want to join us, uh, let us know. It could be a big. Event this is gonna here. be a big hit. Speedos only. <laughs> Speedos only. <laughs> yeah. I love it. You hear that? I hear it. <laughs> Sounds like thunder to me. <laughs> it's the thunder. It's the thunder. And Garth. Yeah. So we're doing a little bit different this time because you know what? We're trying to get better. We're trying to give you the best quality podcast in the Central Florida region. The best versions of ourselves. The Juan. best version of ourselves. That's what our listeners deserve. That's what no, that's what they want and need. That's what they want. That's what they want and need. So, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the NBA finals. So the uh, it's Golden State and the Toronto Raptors. Um, we're at game four. It's a two one. Correct. Toronto is leading. Um, the NBA finals actually ironically is hosted by YouTube TV. Do you know that? Have you seen those little advertisements they have? So here's a question. Do enough people utilize YouTube TV for them to be sponsoring or is YouTube TV just throwing money into marketing to make this thing work? Well, I mean, YouTube TV probably has a lot of money. I'm going to say I've, I, when I was in, uh, took a little vacation, went to New York, I met someone who has YouTube TV and actually uses it at their, as their source of television. So, and you sent me a text while you were watching it, which yeah. was much appreciated, but I want to know, in all honesty, what it was like, because I still have yet to meet one person 
who uses YouTube TV. I think it's amazing, and I if I wasn't in a contract with my cable company, I would get YouTube TV. That's how much I believe really? it. Yeah. Why? What made it so great? So you get every single channel that you would. Um, you get all the sports channels, regional and um, you know national. Right. So you you get the ABC, NBC, CBSs where you know usually the big events are. Right. For that, never have to worry about this. Get the ESPN um, and, and other networks there as well. You can watch it on your iPad or phone at any time. Then you also you have to either have a smart TV or like an Apple TV or some kind of version of that, and you just stream it on your computer. And it looks just like regular television. There's a guide. Um, you select the channels to tell you what's coming up in the future. You have DVR access, all for a convenient low low price. What is the price of YouTube TV? So the price has gone up. It used to be forty dollars. Um, it's now sixty. $60 a month, you get unlimited DVR, you get access to every single major channel that you want, um, and you ha you can, I think, get like up to five or six accounts, um, different areas that you share with. But you got to hook it up to the internet, the interweb, obviously, correct? You do, you do. So you probably pay another $50 for internet, you're like at 100 a little bit of 100 bucks or so. Yeah. I'm ashamed to discuss what I pay for my cable and internet. It's, it's right going to be a lot more than $100. Well, that's okay. I would pay a lot more than that right now. It's yeah. disgusting what I pay for cable. I, I, you know, I was so impressed by YouTube TV. I did a seven day trial. Did you really? Yeah. I was like, let's, let's try this thing out. I lasted two days, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have cable. Like I don't, I don't need this. Right. Um, Is it easy to use? Very. Very easy, easy to navigate. To easy. I mean, it's the same as any cable. What do you use as the remote control? Because that's a big thing for me. So it depends on what you're using. So if you have a smart TV, you're using your regular TV. If you have Apple TV, you're using um, your Apple TV remote. Okay. Um, Chromecast. I think they're extending it now to um, Amazon Fire Stick. Interesting. They're 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 really growing. Okay. They're growing. So and then you you can add the other channels and stuff, but. It's gonna be the future, and I, I remember when we started this, we laughed about YouTube TV. And it's still around. It's still around. We're gonna look back in a couple years. It's like when Twitter started. It's not gonna be like the Facebook phone. I've never heard of the Facebook it, phone. Precisely. Remember, you don't remember when Facebook came out with their own phone? No. Well, I mean, this proves my point. But... Facebook, but the Facebook phone wasn't on the NBA Finals. Well, that's, that, that. that's my point. I are are they literally buying their, you know, demand? I I don't, you know what I mean? Or is there enough people out there? I I, I don't know. I think I, on I'm the age. I think in the age of, um, cutting the cord. Right. And no contracts, it's gonna grow more and more. Okay. It's the same as going from Facebook to Twitter. Twitter started, everybody's like, this is stupid. I, it's, you don't even post pictures. It's limited by characters, and people just post random things. Facebook, I can do a lot more. And now, it, it, and then it took off. Right. I think it's going to be the same way. 
I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm looking at alternatives for watching the telly. Yeah. So. so YouTube TV, big fan. Again, the sponsors of the JK Sports Podcast. The official. Um, the official sponsors. Official sponsors. Uh, since they've been they've been with us since day one. Since day one, they have. All right. So they will at some point, you know, send us their YouTube TV free subscription for life. I think you get a gold card. Oh for, man! If uh, I get to carry around a gold card, I'll definitely do it. <laughs> yeah, and then you you get to watch. I mean, you, pretty much we're gonna get free cable out of this podcast. Okay, perfect. <laughs> like, Good. So just just hang on for the ride, YouTube TV. We're gonna be able to. We'll probably go to the NBA championship um, in a couple years with YouTube TV. I love it. Or as as a paid um, sponsor, but I my question though to you is, do you honestly think? I mean, the, the NBA Finals, when it started, it was Golden State, Toronto. Kind of, I'm thinking there's obviously no way that Golden State's going to lose. The question is, when are they going to – how many games is it going to take for them to win? I, I had zero interest in this. Right. But, you know, Toronto won game one. They should have won game two, and they just won game three. Do you actually honestly believe there's a chance – that Toronto is going to win this series? It all hinges on the injuries. So it did not surprise me that they came out and won game one. Toronto was, that place was getting ready to explode. Players were all fired up. Drake was fired up. Drake, yeah, God, I can't watch him anymore. That's ridiculous. But no, that's I'm, that's not surprising. Game two, we all assumed Warriors going to win. They did. Game three, Durant's still out. Clay Thompson's hurt. He's out. So... No, it's not surprising that Toronto is up 2-1 with the injuries. If Clay continues to stay out, Durant continues to stay out, yeah, I mean, Toronto could definitely win. I think if Clay comes back, I think the Warriors take it. You still, when you think about it, Steph Curry is one of the greatest to play the game. You have Draymond Green, who's a Hall of Famer. You have Boogie Cousins at center, who was like a four-time All-Star and four-time All-NBA. I mean... Yeah, like top five pick, I think he was. Yeah, so we're not... Golden State's not throwing out a bunch of scrubs, you know? So they still have a strong team. Andre Iguodala, finals MVP. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are guys who have done it and proven themselves. They're strong. Um, with that being said, Toronto's a good team. But no, I, I think if either Durant or Clay Thompson come back, I think the Warriors are going to take it. Yeah, I, I, if you gun in my head right now, I still don't think there's a chance that um, Golden State loses. However, I I did make a, a bet with a friend before the NBA Finals started. And knowing what you know now, you may change, but let's say the NBA Finals is game one, right? Right. Ignore what you know now. Who would you take as the MVP? Would you, if I gave you Steph or the field for the NBA Finals MVP, who would, who would you take? Steph. You would take Steph? Yeah, because I still think the Warriors are going to win the series. If they do, Steph's got to win it. Number one, he had 47 points and a loss last night. Mm-hmm. But number two, I mean, he's been the steadiest through the first three games. If they come back and win... He'll have played at least six games, if not seven. He's going to continue to perform. So, I mean, unless somebody comes in and just completely lights it up, if all is equal, you know, Steph. 
So yeah. that 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 is why I would still pick him. I made I made the same bet um, with a friend. We usually do the last couple years. We've done a bet, a lunch bet of NBA Finals MVP, LeBron or the field, or you know LeBron, Steph, or LeBron. Um, Kevin Durant, right? Any of those this year? I was like, clearly, Golden State's gonna win. Would you do Steph or the field? And I thought it really came down to like game one or two, because with Clay being gone, I think it's a lock now that if the Golden State wins, he's going to be the NBA Finals MVP. If Clay was still playing, I thought there might be a chance that Clay could be the Finals MVP, because right. he he'll go off and shoot like. Make ten threes in a row. Right. So, but I agree. I think um, it's Steph's Golden State and Steph's MVP to lose. Right. I, I'm with you. I agree. So my question to you on the finals is: Last night, uh, Kyle Lowry, guard for the Raptors, falls into the stands, and one of the fans ends up pushing him while he's laying in the stands on top of some. You know, spectators. He was going for a loose ball. You know, all the players were going to the stands. Fan pushes him. Um, it's not, you know, he's not throwing a punch, but it's very egregious. I mean, it's him just being kind of a douche, if you will. Turns out this fan is an owner for the Warriors, an investor, um, some billionaire, uh, yeah. you know, guy out in Silicon Valley. They actually, so... They ended up fining this investor $500,000 and suspended him from all NBA activity for a year. So my question is, is this too harsh, not harsh enough, or spot on for a punishment? Well, worth it for the investor. If you're like, he's probably a billionaire or something, $500,000 to his net worth is probably nothing. So that's like slapping you with, I mean... I don't know. I, I'm I'm a cheap guy, but if somebody was like fifty dollar fine and you can't come because you pushed um, Felipe Franks, <laughs> you know, in a crowd, I'm like, I don't. I guess that's worth it. Like, no big deal. Well, it'd be the other team, so it'd be, you know, not Felipe. DeAndre Francois. Ooh, except he's not with FSU anymore. Yeah. What about Jake Fromm? So I pushed Jake, Jake from. Yeah, that'd be worth it. And I got Jake from State from. <laughs> right. You know, I pushed him. I got kicked out of the game. $50 fine. Can't go to Florida, Georgia for a couple years. Right. I'd, I'd be, I'd, I'd be, I'd say that's worth it. Yeah. I mean, the story of that and. Yeah. No, I agree. I. Especially if they, but the thing was they lost. You know, Golden State right. has to win the series for this story and for this guy to be good. Right. To, to be to be worth it. Right. Um, I don't think it's that harsh of a penalty for, of one year. I mean, that guy, he only probably comes down to games in the finals. After that, he probably watches it on a box, in, in a box, if he goes to the games. You're probably right. Yeah, I don't think he attends too many courtside. And I could be wrong. The big question becomes, you know, NBA is unlike any other sport in the fact that there are fans literally on the court, you know, and there's nothing separating them from 
the court whatsoever. There's no other sport well, like golf that. Golf is like that too. Well, but you're still behind the ropes, and well, that is true. I guess golf, golf is probably the closest, I mean, but NBA is more. I feel like NBA, you're way more on top of them. I guess because golf, they hit it down the fairway all the time. Right. But their missed shots, I mean, you are. They have to make a lane. Missed shots you are right there. Yeah, and they're walking over to you, so it's you have time to like move and stuff. You know, NBA. I mean, when they dive into the stands, I mean, they're they're lane. Remember, Jason Day and his wife got like ran over by LeBron in just an incident. Right. That, yeah. At a game. That's exactly right. So, the the issue becomes, okay, I mean, in theory, yeah, he didn't, like, hurt them or throw a punch or anything, but protecting players, because there is no protection for the players from fans. But that's what people are freaking out about. I don't think it's that big of a deal, personally. I mean, I, I think this is a good punishment. He gets fined, you suspend him for a long time, I, I think... The punishment fits the crime. Which sport would you rather watch live? Um, and you have to choose one. Basketball or golf? Golf. Really? You'd rather watch golf live? Yes. How come? Because I'm not paying five hundred thousand dollars for no, a course but you I get see. Like, in I'm, golf you're you are you're so close. It I do think so this is gonna I, I guess contradict what I just said about the NBA, but golf it's anybody who attends the event. I mean, you're right up there next to the players, and that's you can't do that with any other sport. You pick golf. You choose what aspect of the quote-unquote game you want to watch. You can sit at a hole for a long time. You can follow a player. You can walk the course. You get to choose how you watch the sporting event, and you get to choose who you want to watch too. Just because you know, if you go to a basketball game, you get whatever team comes and plays your team at the time. Golf, you get to pick who you want to watch and you're right there next to them i just think golf that part that is great that you can watch so many different aspects is also what is bad about golf sometimes like on a sunday or or any time tournament like you kind of have to make a decision of you're going to watch this great player one time sure and go by this hole and have a great experience and that's and that's what makes it right you have a great experience there but in basketball, you get to other sports, you get to watch the whole game and not miss out on anything, um, like you were watching it on TV. In golf, right. you're gonna miss a lot. Sure. Just just when it's just the nature of it, um, yeah. you can't be everywhere at the same time. So you kind of live for those like one big moment. You hope that you're like, yes, this is it. I saw Jason Day hit a great shot right in front of me. Right. Um, and do that or I was at the PGA Championship and they showed me on TV walking because that's actually yeah. what happened Kyle I was, I was on TV you were and we haven't even talked about that you were on TV yeah you're famous now I actually had the you know after the PGA Championship I went back and watched on YouTube TV did you really Um, the the broadcast and saw the whole part of myself on TV so you're famous. I am pretty big deal. So if you want an autograph from Juan, hit us up on Twitter. He'll be happy to mail it. Come to our swim meet. <laughs> Come to the swim meet. He'll be signing for free. Yep. Signing your speedo for free. Yeah. So, all right, that's good. That's good to know, Kyle. But I got a I got a different question for you. All right, we're gonna move on past the golf, bodies, swim meet, all all that junk. All right. Okay. Let's have a different topic here. The SEC 
Southeastern Conference, not the Southern. Southeast. No, what was the commission? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, the SEC Securities and Exchange Commission. Yeah, not oh, them. Yeah, the right, Southeastern right. Conference. Um, I don't know if it's for football or if it's for everything. I think it's everything. Has released its alcohol ban for their. I think really, I think they meant this for football stadiums. I don't know if they're going to do this for baseball or basketball. Well, uh, basketball, well. they already do sell booze in certain sections. And they do that on, in football as well. They don't sell it. Oh. you can. Yes, they do now. In the champions or do they, I don't think sections. They, they sell it. I thought, they only, I thought it was just like you buy a, a ticket to a box or a certain section and, you know, they've got booze there. You can actually buy it? I thought so. Like Touchdown Terrace at UF, I think you can. Okay. You buy. Well, regardless, though. Okay, I got Now, you. the common folk, like you and I, can go into an SEC stadium and purchase a nice, cold Miller, Coors Light, whatever. Right. At it. What do you think about it? Well, I think it's long overdue. I think... So, twofold. Number one, I actually... I truly believe that this will stop not stop, slow down some of the quote-unquote binge drinking that people always talk about. You know, they sell booze in stadiums. It's only going to make it worse, et cetera, et cetera. I disagree. It'll keep people like myself from (laughs) ripping down three beers before walking into the stadium because if I need to get a cold beer, I get a cold beer in the stadium, you know? And number two, it's just a way for the schools to make a ton more money. I never have an issue with that. Um, the one issue now is going to become, okay, these schools are going to be making way more money and the players aren't making money, so now what? It's only going to add to that argument. I don't believe the players should be paid. That's my personal opinion, but that'll only give add more fuel to the fire. So the only counters I would um, say to that is, I guess, well, one, this is not a counter. I'm going to go talk about your your side of it is, let me backtrack. There are studies out there. People are saying that other conferences that have released the alcohol ban actually have less accidents, less fights, less this. And, and right. To, to your point of what you were saying. So there are statistics out there that prove that. But the statistics that I would be curious to see that I don't know how you could ever pull is now you're watching less of the game. Right? Because, yes, you're not ripping down your last three so you can get in there and watch the game you're saying oh let me just get into the stadium i'll grab a nice cold beer um watch the game oh i'm gonna go grab another one you're not waiting until halftime or so you might leave after the first quarter and go get a beer or in between if the team is doing horrible right right and not go back to your seats and have more just kind of hang out areas where people are standing i i think it I could see it being tougher to watch if people are are not watching the game as much as they used to be. I don't know. I yeah, I, that would be a hard thing to figure out. But no, I I disagree. I think because people will not go into the game as early because they'll stay out at their tailgate, continue to drink. They they go in later. Now you can go like think about like senior day. Nobody shows up to senior day because people are out in the parking lot, yeah. you know, finishing their drinks. Um, now you can go in, get a drink, sit down. 
people will typically go and get drinks when there is a downtime, timeout, you know, half-time. in the corner, halftime, yeah, et cetera. Uh, they, they're not going to leave as early now to go to the bar because you can get a drink in the stadium. So, I don't know. I, I could see right. both ways, though. I see... I they're see less their... likely to leave during a blowout because, like, yeah. well, I'm already here. I might as yeah. well just get a drink and have fun. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. I could see both ways. But it's still sometimes hot in stadium days. Yeah, but you got a cool beer to, you know, keep you happy. Yeah, a happy beer. Happy beer. <laughs> I like it. All right, so I got one more question for you since we started talking about college football here is I saw a tweet out there that ranked the SEC top quarterbacks coming into the season. Okay. All right, these are the top ten. I don't want to give you the top ten. I'm going to give you the top five. Okay. And I want you to tell me if you agree or disagree. Okay. All right? Number one SEC top QB going into the next year is Tua. Yes. Right? Number two, Jake Fromm. Number yep. three, Felipe Franks. Number four, Kellen Mond. And number five, Joe Burrow. Right. Agree? Disagree? Well, I think that list has to be on potential. That's not the actual... There, there's no way somebody looks at that and says, okay, those are currently... Those who... Those are the quarterbacks that are the three best years. I mean, Tua is the best quarterback in the SEC. Correct. Tua and Fromm are hands down one and two. Tua has to be one. Yeah. Um, After that, it's a crapshoot. Yeah, I I would agree. I mean, I don't understand how Mond and Burrow are in front of Felipe. Again, potential. Felipe has the potential. No, Felipe's in front of Mond and Burrow. Yeah, what did I say? You said Mon and Burrow were in front of Felipe. As I'm they sorry. should probably should be. Right. I I don't understand how Felipe is ahead of them. I Felipe should be behind them. He has the potential to jump ahead of them, no doubt. But he has he hasn't proven to be better than them, has he? No. And you know, they also put later on in the top ten, they have Kelly Bryant, the transfer from uh, Oh yeah. Clemson. Saw, he's right. he's number nine. Yeah. How do you or, I don't I don't Or understand. Jake Bentley, who's a four year starter now. Right. Um, from South Carolina. I mean, Joe Burrow, yeah, he, he's just, he's whatever. He's the LSU quarterback who's manageable and just kind of manages the game. Um, tries not tries not to do too much. I would put Kellen Mond up there as number three because he's with Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher I knows agree. how to do work with good quarterbacks, and they had a good year last year. Right. So I would, I'd definitely go um, – I think Felipe Franks too high. I don't. I don't see Felipe Franks getting any better than he was last year. Um, I. I just don't think. I think he reached the ceiling, and he's just gonna be what he is. People are hyping him up too much because he had a couple good games towards the end of the season, but you forgot that he had some bad moments. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I. There's just so many when you look at this list. I. It's hard. I, I can't imagine Felipe truly being up there. Um, I don't know if he's hit his ceiling. If he has, I don't. You know, I think you take him out. Um, but nevertheless, that too high. Three is way too high. Yeah, I I agree. I agree with that. All right, Kyle. Well, I think that's uh, all the time we have for our listeners. All right. Um, for this week. 
you guys tune in next time. I hope that you liked our uh, our podcast. I don't really hope that you liked. I know that you did. You know? <laughs> It'll be post U.S. Open, so we can talk about how jacked Brooks is in his win. Oh, Brooks or the field? Field. Really? Oh yeah. All right. USA Women's World Cup starts tomorrow, or, Friday. Or the field? Are you taking USA or the field? USA. It would be. Would you even give somebody odds? Like, would it be a shocker if they didn't win? Yes. I mean, no. No, no, no. It wouldn't be a shocker. There's legit teams out there. Like Korea or somebody? Who? No, 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 no. France is legit. Germany's legit. Uh, Canada's legit. There's a lot of good teams out there. Keep an eye on the Women's World Cup. All right. Women's Stay World, on top of this. Keep an eye on the Women's World Cup and on the JK Sports Podcast Swim Meet. It'll be coming your way. Coming in hot. <laughs>